Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Hope you guys are doing well. We're going to have a bit of fun this morning. I've already uh, picked out my victims, so I'll be coming to you shortly. You're right there, chart. So we're in the series of putting on the full armor of God, getting battle ready. We kicked it off three weeks ago. Justin kicked it off with the belt of truth and then a breastplate of righteousness. And this morning I'm going to do shoes of peace. I'm going to break it up in two sections. We're going to talk about the shoes. Yes, ladies, we're going to be talking about shoes this morning. And then we're going to talk about shoes and then I'm going to bring it together. And then I'm going to pray for a couple of people to experience the peace of God this morning. But first up, um, I would like you to look at the person next to you and tell them that you love their shoes. So Justin, we all know you love your ballet, oh sorry, your basketball very much, but why do I need to wear basketball shoes? What is it about basketball shoes that will help me with my game? Why can't I just wear normal sneakers like you are wearing right now? You've got to protect your ankles. All right, and? And, and look good. And look good. Yeah. So the basketball shoe, it makes you look good and it protects your ankles. And then, uh, hmm, my next victim. Ah, oh, you know what, Justin? Some say this next victim, all he had to do was just flex his left bicep muscle to win the block. Ladies and gentlemen, the best looking plumber in Coffs Harbour, Simon Voss. Morning, Simon. How are you? So, Simon, why do I have to wear tradie shoes when I come on site with you? Why can't I just wear my thongs? What is it about tradie shoes that you have to wear? Uh, because I asked you to. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. And that's the tradie shoe. No, um, protect your feet. Yep. Look good. Look good? All right, so we look good. And the tradie shoe protects your feet because it's got those steel caps in the front. So it helps you if something falls down, it doesn't break your toe. Ah, my next victim. Hmm. Morning, Vix. You did so well up there this morning. Thanks, my friend. So, Con decided, he told me this outside, that he's going to give you his credit card to go shopping in the Gold Coast. But you can spend the whole day out. All right? It's my credit card. Okay. So, what shoes are you going to wear when you go shopping with Con's credit card? I know he wants you to wear high heels, that you go quickly and come back, because your feet will get sore. But what shoes would you wear? Ultra, ultra, ultra protective shoes. Ultra protective. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen, we go shopping, we put on comfy shoes, you know, that we can be on our feet the whole day, that we don't get tired and our feet don't get sore because we're going to be shopping. So Chart, I want to go play a round of golf. Why can't I wear my thongs to play around with you? Because you're not going to look as good as me. Oh, everything's about looks this morning. Jeez. Um, but what is it about golf shoes? What, what do we got on golf shoes that will help us? Uh, look, there's these little spikes that make you stop you from slipping on the grass. Nice. And, yeah, so, and, and, and most of all, like, if you want to play as good as you do, we have to wear the golf shoes. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Any golf lessons, please see me afterwards. So we see, so golf shoes helps us. 
It's got those little studs underneath, and that helps us with our swing, and it also looks good. But the most amazing thing is, is that when Paul was sitting in prison, and I ask you for a bit of theatrical license this morning, I ask you that he was probably sitting on a little concrete bench inside prison, staring at this Roman soldier on the other side of the prison gate, probably going, hmm, gee, whiz, look at that helmet. Hmm, breastplate, yeah, okay. Hmm, nice shoes. Oh, they double-stitched. But then I believe he got a download from heaven or from God that that is what we as Christians need to put on on a daily basis to fight our battle. You see, in Ephesians 6.15 it says, For shoes put on peace that comes with the good news. And then it's also, it's, it's, he says, For our struggles not against the flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the power of dark world, and against the spiritual forces in a heavenly realm. You see, we need to put on our armor to help us to fight against these things. But the most amazing thing that I've learned this last couple of weeks is the Roman soldier's shoe. I don't know if you guys know, but it's got these bolts underneath, these metal bolts to help them to stand firm in battle, to keep the enemy at bay, but yet to help them to be mobile when they do hand-to-hand combat. And I believe that God wants us to be both stable soldiers yet be mobile soldiers as well. You see, ladies and gentlemen, we as Christians, we need to stand firm. In Ephesians 6, verses 13, it says, Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand. And stand your ground, and after you've done everything, is to stand. We should be, as Christians, Stand firm as we have the shoes on that help us to stand firm. We should not be tossed around by the world's problems. We should not be falling to the left when the interest rate goes up. We should not be falling to the right because of the petrol price goes up. Or fall backwards because we lost our jobs. No, we should stand firm. Petrol price has gone up. Yep, okay. Interest rate has gone up. Yep. Lost my job. Yep, because we stand firm knowing that we're standing firm in God, because God has said, stand firm. But you see, similar to the Roman soldier, his shoe was designed in such a way not to be able to just stand the whole time. I believe that yet we've got to be mobile soldiers, uh, um, uh, firm soldiers, we also got to be mobile soldiers. We've got to move into situations. It says in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 58, it says, Therefore, dear brothers and sisters, Stand firm, let nothing move you. Sorry, I've missed that one, sorry. Uh, Therefore it reads, go to all nations and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You see, we should not just be standing the whole time now because, because we want to, because we're comfortable. No, what we should go. We should also go. In John 14, verses 27, Jesus says, Peace I leave with you, and peace I give you. I do not give you, the world gives you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and not be afraid. You see, the Roman soldier's shoe was designed 
similar to all these shoes, to equip us to move out. And those are the shoes that I believe God wants us to put on, that we are stable in situations, yet we are able to move out. You see, ladies and gentlemen, we should stand firm in situations, knowing that we can experience the peace of God that's available to us. If we search for peace in the world, if we look at the world for peace, it will be in a form of a tablet, it will be in form of pills, drugs, alcohol, or it will be sitting under the tree going, don't worry about a thing, because every little thing is going to be all right. Yaman. No, you see, that's, that's temporary. It's, it's just going to be for a short while, because then you're going to go to the next pill. You're going to go to the next bottle that's available. Because it's not, it's not solid peace. You see, we should tell our friends about Philippians 4 verses 7. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. We as stable soldiers, we, are sta- we should be stable soldiers. And if we are stable soldiers, our house will be stable. Our family will be stable. I'll never forget... We once um, went to this job and I walked into this house and it was an elder of our church back in South Africa and we experienced the peace in this house because they were stable. They were stable in what they knew of God's peace. And I remember going and installing the vanity and I just experienced something different. There was something different inside this house. And after I installed it, he came and he said, come and sit down and have a coffee with us. And the most amazing thing about his house was, is there was people coming in and out all the time. Because everybody knew that that house had peace. And people felt comfortable in that house. And I believe that is what our houses should be like. People that are broken should come to your house knowing that they can experience the peace of God. And that's where I bring the peace into being a mobile soldier, yet be a soldier that would move out. Because we as, the, we as Christians have the, the upper hand because we got the peace of God. See, so we need to be mobile, firm soldiers, yet we need to be mobile soldiers as well. Because we got the peace of God with us. So I won't, won't forget, but six years ago, we were running a, a home group back in South Africa. And we had a couple in our home group called Gavin and Rosie Binder. And they had five kids all under the age of five. And we sat at home the one day and we get a phone call. And it's Rosie and she says that Gavin just had a stroke. So we got up, we got into the car, drove over to the hospital. And we started talking to her like, is everything? And she's like, no, it's not going very well. And then all of a sudden there was a presence of authority that was coming into the room. And I couldn't understand what it was. And then I looked down the corridor and there were five elders of our church walking down the corridor like five roaring lions. Because why? They got the call and they were ready. They had their shoes on ready to go and stand in somebody's place that is desperate, that needs prayer. And the most amazing thing is is that Gavin pulled through and he's doing very well at the moment. You see, ladies and gentlemen, we need to be ready. We need to be ready to go and bring peace into situations. 
We need to, we need to not yet be move into places, but we need to bring, we need to let people know that our houses are full of peace. If people are going through difficult times, they should be able to come to your house and experience the peace of God. We should, we should walk into situations where people are broken and bring peace into the situation and give them the good news of the gospel. I love the scripture. It says, How beautiful are the, on the mountains are the feet of the messenger who brings the good news. The, pe- the good news of peace and salvation the, and the new of God of Israel reigns. We should go out and bring peace to people that are desperate to have peace in their lives. People that are suffering from depression, anxiety, and addicted to alcohol and drugs and searching for peace. A couple of years ago, two years, actually two years ago, I spoke to a colleague at my previous job and I said to him, how's your walk? How's things going? He's like, oh mate, it's going so well. It's going so well. I was like, oh, you know, elaborate a bit more. He goes, no, I've started following Buddhism. I was like, oh, that's interesting. So what does this Buddhism do for you? Like, what, what do you guys do? He goes, no, we go into the forest. We go and sit under the trees next to the, next to the waterfall and we listen to the birds and all that. And I just looked at him and I said to him, can I share something with you? And he goes, yeah. I said, do you know that my God created all that? My God created all those things that, you, and he's like, oh, meditation as well. I was like, yeah, my God created meditation. My God created that. You see, the world is selling us secondhand peace. If we stand firm in God, knowing that we put our shoes on of peace, and we're able to go out and tell people, we could give them the peace that is true. The peace that would make us stand firm in situations where we struggle. Peace where people can come to our houses knowing that they will be safe. And peace that we, they can know, let's phone Con to come into a situation that we're struggling in because we know Con will bring peace. Con will not come to the house and cause more trouble because we know that Con's house is firm and Con is standing firm knowing of God's peace. So you're probably asking me this morning, thank you for asking, how do we get this peace? And it says in Psalm 119, verses 105, the word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. So reading the word of God will guide us through difficult situations. And similar to what Justin has been teaching us last couple of, year, couple of weeks, is to be with Jesus, is to be like Jesus. That should be our main focus, is to be like Jesus and to be be with Him, that we can become like Him. Because everywhere Jesus went, He brought peace. There was calmness. So this morning, I've really been praying this whole weekend for people that need peace in their lives. Peace in situations in their lives, where they are moved, where they're getting tossed from left to right because of stress, because of anxiety. So I believe this morning, if there's anything that you guys need prayer for, I would like to pray for you guys this morning. And I would ask, and I've been praying that you guys, that God would move into situations to bring peace. So Father, thank you, Lord, 
for your awesomeness. Thank you, Father, that we can trust you that you bring solid peace. That you'll bring peace into situations where we need you, Lord. Thank you, Father, that you don't sell us secondhand peace. That you give us true peace. And that we can be that we can stand firm knowing that the peace that we get from you is solid. We ask you, Father, that you'll help us to go out and spread the news of peace. That we'll put on our shoes of peace and that we'll go into situations and bring peace. That, Father, we won't get tossed around. That we'll know, Father, that you are with us and that we'll be able to bring peace. Father, I ask you, Lord, that you'll bring peace into this house this morning. That you'll bring peace into situations that people are struggling with. I ask you for your presence to fill people right now, Father. That they know, Lord, that you bring peace that is genuine. If there's anybody here this morning that needs peace, that are struggling to get peace, peace in situations in your life where things are difficult, that you don't know which way to look to, whether you should look left or whether you should look right, I would like you to be bold enough to, to come to the front and I would love to pray for you. Because I believe that, the, that anxiety and stress and all that type of stuff is stuff that the world has created because we are not preaching, we're not talking about the peace, the true peace. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Like Paul said, we put on our full armor. Thank you, Father, that we can put on our shoes of peace, knowing. And I pray, Father, for people here this morning that are desperately seeking for peace. That you will just start filling them, Lord. Start filling them, that they start feeling that peace that's available. Thank you, Lord.